I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mom. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Well, I said last week, and I'm going to say it again, it's the show for the Renaissance person, the multi-potentialite. I thought that was a cool little uh, phrase that our friend came up with. We discuss a variety of things because, you know, we, we love a variety of things, and Caffeinatrix and Mr. Non-Renewable return. But I think this time I'm going to ask him some questions so we can get to know him a little better. So it's story time, boys and girls. Hello. <laughs> Let's rock. It. <laughs> Thanks for saving me there. I almost forgot the it. Oh, I know. I always got your back. Oh, I appreciate that. Well, I'm the real Brian. Caffeinatrix, back and better than ever. Here with my co-host, the freaking chicken. Yes. We're having a good time. <laughs> Maybe we should get a picture with you and the freaking chicken because he still never made his way onto the show yet. Dude. Should I tell the story about him later? I think that would make me famous if I was in a picture with him. I think so. All right, and hello, I'm uh, Mr. Non-Renewable, I think is what we're going with now. I like it. Everyone's and favorite fossil fuel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool, man. I was going somewhere, but then the whole flow got messed up. So <laughs> <laughs> I just totally ruined it, man. It's okay. So I was saying that's cool, and you said, no, no, that's coal. Yeah. So I'm going to start saying that now, like that's coal. Yeah, that's See, cool. now you're famous. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're all famous now. I don't know what's going on. Wait, but- now I am? I thought I already was. Oh. Coal. Cool. <laughs> now you're more famous. How about that? Boom. All right. We're getting a picture with you and the freaking chicken. Okay. Yeah. So he does kind of do weird things once in a while. Should I tell the story or not? Is it worth it? I want to know the story. I don't know the story. Yeah. Well, I know neither one of you, but yeah. I mean, do you want to know it or is it like, sure. yeah. you have me on the edge of my seat right now. Okay. Well, that's true. Actually, I can see that. <laughs> so here's the story of the freaking, well, you know what? I'm going to make you wait for a minute, but we've got some fun stuff today. We're going to share <laughs> stories. I want to hear more about what you guys are up to. Okay. And, you know, we, we've got to always share new music. I'm thinking since it's, you know, Mr. Non-Renewable in the studio. Yeah. yeah. We should have a styrofoam burning party today. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. Does that sound fun? Yeah. How about we just get two pieces really of styrofoam fun. and yeah. rub them together and yeah. then your audience will really like the sound of it. Oh, I that's promise. true. It does kind of make one of those like, <laughs> I, I can't yeah. do it, but it's like a squeal. Yeah. Sounds like a dying something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you know, it's really fun when you go out there and you just throw them in a campfire and you just burn as many styrofoam cups as possible. It's actually a lot of fun. Kind of it's bonfire recommend. season. We're getting to summer. Yeah. Wait, is that like safe? Is it safe to inhale whatever styrofoam? Of course. Yeah, totally legal too. It's really too. good for the environment, Cole. You yeah. haven't been told this in school. Yeah, totally. Good <laughs> for the environment. It's legal and it's safe for you. Yes. yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Great. That's what I used to tell people. You know, if you've had a little too much to drink, because I used to do a late night show once. I'd be like, go lick your car battery. It'll wake you up a little bit. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm afraid some people probably tried it and that's bad. Nicole and I had a burning party once. We both went through breakups at like the same time and <laughs> we went to my backyard and burned all of our, all of our things that all reminded the, us of the other person. Yeah, like the gifts they've given us and stuff like Pictures. that. Like Polaroids and stuff. We were like, we should <laughs> probably not be burning. <laughs> you know what? I forgot about that until you just brought this up. That's I know. So we were like, is so this funny. safe? Yeah, and like pieces of paper like on fire were just like 
flying through yeah, the they air, were like floating uh, away going to where no one knows. We tried to do that after, uh, you know, after we graduated from college, where it was like, you know, they're not going to buy our books back. So fine. We're going to have like a book burning party. Yeah. that uh, We didn't do that. It was sad. I really wanted to. Well, you could like sell the books. I feel like. Yeah. But sometimes they won't buy them back because you get like the really old edition or something. And then, you know, it depends on the class, but let's burn it. I don't know. It didn't work out though. It's too bad. <laughs> let's but. burn it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, do not burn styrofoam. That would be terrible. Yeah. That's, that's really bad actually. Okay. Yeah. I kind of tell if you guys were messing with me or not. I felt kind of Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. So here's the story of the freaking chicken. So he, I don't even know how this, okay. So my aunt used to say this, my aunt's actually only a few years older than me. It's kind of funny. So she used to walk around and she'd look at, you know, if you were staring out, you know, people like thinking about something and they're staring off into space, she'd walk up and she'd snap right in your face. Like, like, here we go. Got to get the the snap in the, and she'd be like, you're a chicken. I'd be like, what? I don't know what she meant, whatever. So <laughs> we just started doing it. And then I said something about you're a freaking chicken or something. And then it went into that. So I started talking about the freaking chicken made no sense. And then my sister, sister in quotes, Scarlet Synapse. Okay. One Christmas said, here you go. <laughs> Here's the freaking chicken. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, and it has little clips on the bottom of his feet. You can see those. We'll take a picture of him. So I'm like, why not clip him to the fan so that he can hang upside down from the fan? When you turn it on, he's flying around. It's really cool. That's awesome. So he is uh, now the mascot of the real Brian show, even though he's never made it into a picture yet. He's staring at me. I know. He's just, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that awesome? So uh, we need to get a picture with him because uh, it's, you know, maybe that should just be like everywhere the show goes. He goes. Oh, it's kind of oh, this, this creepy chicken like that's when you watching go to Vegas, you. He's in Vegas with you. Well, I don't it's know. like a flat Stanley kind of thing, but with the yeah. freaking chicken. But what happens? Like what, what would TSA do? That's like, why wow, you that's put it in a checked chicken. bag. That's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea. So I do have that conference coming up, you know, for our, our wonderful clients. And what if he just made, Oh, so that's great. People are walking and he's like perched up above on the, you know, the giant little studio walls and he's looking down at people and they're like, whoa, is there <laughs> yeah, a camera in there? Awesome. He doesn't need a camera. <laughs> It'd be so fun. He's the chicken that people deserve. Oh, I like that. The chicken <laughs> people deserve. Maybe that's the name of our episode this week. There okay. you go. <laughs> okay. So first of all, actually, first of all, we need to mention how <laughs> I ran into Brian again. Before Seriously. This. Cole and I were downtown and they were just walking down the street and we were like, oh, hey, why does that this was always happen? so random. And we had, yeah. hadn't met until, like, who knows if we ran into each other and we were in the same place, like, before we'd met, too. Like, True. it was so weird. Like, I don't run into people like that very often. You yeah, no, like, it happens all the time, it feels like. Yeah. You could have, like, honked at me at some point when I was driving poorly on the road. <laughs> That's right. I was the guy with the finger hanging out the yeah. window. <laughs> It was a thumbs up. Sorry, I wasn't there flipping you, you off now. Of course. Yeah, that's what of I course. thought you were talking about. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but do you run into other people like that? No, not really, honestly. Yeah. I feel I like know. I run into people from my high school all the time, but that's probably just because we go to the same places. Sure. And that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I usually see someone that I know at the gym, but no one that I want to talk to. <laughs> yeah. Natalie hates seeing people at the gym for some reason. Yeah. Unless it's like Cole or someone else that I know really well. No. I'm all gross. I don't want to have a conversation right now. I'm in the zone. I'm at the gym. So you're not, and we talked about this last time, but you're not one of those people who sits in front of the mirror, flexes, does selfies, you know, Only flexes your Only when no abs. one else is at the gym. <laughs> okay. <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> How come you don't post them on your Instagram? I know, right? Seriously. I really should. Yeah, like, it doesn't really at, fit with the travel blog. Look at my eight pack abs, you know, getting ready to go to Hawaii. Oh, you know, Yeah, I know. I Seriously. Wish. Look at the I si- wish my life was that great. <laughs> Look at the size of my calf muscle. Yeah. I mean, there we go. <laughs> see, that would be funny. 
I'm all for the, you know, look at where I was and look at where I'm at right now. Those are cool. You know, those are victory stories, but yeah, it's the people that are taking selfies in front of the mirror at the gym. Like, look how awesome I am. And I mean, okay, maybe somebody listens that does that, but I don't know. Something about that to me just feels kind of like if you take a, right. a picture of yourself for progress reasons, that's cool. I totally get that, yeah. but I'm not going to be posting photos of myself in a sports bra yeah. after I'm all sweaty and gross. Yeah, like, exactly. I just think that's weird personally. I think yeah, no, if I you're just, you. if you're just doing it for attention, then I just don't think that it's very cool. But like, if it's something yeah. that you're passionate about. Or like something that you really want to share with other people, I guess that's fine. So that's what I'm saying though. Now what you could do is you could start posting pictures of like, look at the size of my index finger muscle now <laughs> and look at the size of my calf. You know I mean? It's just like progress with, you know, individual muscles and people are like, wait, what muscle is that? I'm like, oh, let me tell you. One muscle <laughs> at a time. Exactly. You're ripped before you know it. Did you ever see the movie? And this, this, I don't even remember what was it called. Lady in the water. It was a Shyamalan movie. No, I've definitely heard of it, but I've never watched it. This is, I think, the only thing that I even remember about the movie. But there was a dude that only worked out one side of his body. Oh. So, like, his right arm was just gigantic, ripped, and his other left arm was, like, totally scrawny. It was really funny. (laughs) You have to see it to actually laugh. But, yeah, it's bizarre. So, you could do that. Thanks for sharing your Instagram. Still have yet to see new posts. Yeah. People are like working um, on that. Oh, sorry. I know it's I a haven't traveled blog. in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't really have an excuse. I don't know. I just That's haven't okay. been posting. <laughs> I know. Well, and I started posting and then I'm like, I don't have, I don't know what to share. I don't want to just share random things, but I like the idea of the travel blog idea cuz it's like, hey, look, this is when you go and do cool experiences and I mean, I guess you could post a picture with a freaking chicken and like, wow, I traveled to, you know, the giant studio. First of all, we got to hear a little bit more about you guys and why, you know, you're so awesome, essentially. What makes you so great? But don't answer that. So the first, <laughs> qu- <laughs> the first question I'm going to ask, we'll, we'll start with you, Caffeinatrix. What are you nerding out on right now? Like, what's the thing you're just like, oh, I love this. I'm having so much fun with this. Well, <laughs> I was just telling Cole on the way over here that I've been super into smoothie bowls lately. Oh, man. Smoothie bowls. Yeah, yeah. they're so good. I had one in Steamboat for the first time in like a long time and... I've just been craving them every day. So I went to the store. It's a smoothie that's in a bowl, basically. And then as opposed to a cup. Yeah. But it's topped with granola and like coconut shavings sometimes or and different kinds of fruit. Like basically whatever you want to put on it. But they're really good. Also bowls. So I was like, I need to stop spending money on this. So is it good for you? I think so. I mean, if there's not a ton of sugar in the smoothie and all of that. But then spend all the money. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing is that you can't find acai anywhere. Yeah, it's and rare. I looked all over. You can't find the berry. Some places online are like we sell powder, but you can't find it in the store. I finally found it at Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking to make an acai bowl or an acai smoothie, hit up Trader Joe's because they have the acai frozen nice. puree. But yeah, that's really what I've been digging lately. I know nice. that's not necessarily what you, no, <laughs> what you no, asked that's fine. me. No, it doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's exactly what I'm asking you. What are you nerding out on? Yeah, that's what I've been totally into. That's awesome. We used to have acai around, but you're right. Really? It's like really rare and it, it kind of made a big thing for, I don't know, a year or two and then it kind of went away. But I think the sourcing is hard. And what exactly is it? It's a it's super a berry. berry, basically. Okay. Yeah. It's so, got a lot of good nutrients. Well, if it's harvested, like a blueberry, I thought it was a nut for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a berry with a lot of nutrients and antioxidants and stuff. And that's very cool. It's very cool. Very cool. (laughs) Cool. Cool. 
All right. Yeah. Well, good. But so you want to f- wait? So they had the acai and steamboat. Um. Well, they had a. Sm- I had a smoothie bowl and steamboat. Okay. But then I it followed me back to Fort Collins, and I was like, Oh my gosh, I need more. You know, nice. I think Berry Blends has acai bowls, but oh yeah. really? Yeah. Because I always Rush see bowls is pretty good. It. Yeah. A bunch of other places have them, but. Oh, dude. Okay. Have you guys checked out Rita's frozen custard and shaved ice? I saw ice, that the other called? day when they're, I was at the store. They're a chain. So they're around the U.S., but we finally got one. And I, well, it's been here for a few months, but I went in, we went in actually, and we're like, oh, there was a frozen custard. Well, there's been frozen custard places on and off, you know, here for a while, but there was a place that was so good. And like, it was the creamiest, most glorious, whatever. I don't know. To me, it's, it's a scent. What is it? Ice cream with egg, right? Isn't that kind of the I don't really Isn't know that what makes it the frozen custard or something. I mean the custard and then they, anyway, it was just super <laughs> creamy. It was really good. And then they went out of business and then, I mean, they have like some of the chains and stuff, but this place is pretty good and they have a lot of fun flavors and talk to the owner. So I'm a huge cookie fan. Oh, anything, good. but like, you know, homemade cookies, you know, make them taste real, make them with real butter instead of like Crisco or shortening or whatever and stuff like that. I'm a huge fan of that. So I said, what kind of cookie dough do you guys have? And <laughs> The person, she was so fun. She's like, um, it's the little tiny, you know, bites. And I said, oh, not the good one. She goes, no, not the good ones. It tastes <laughs> like candy. And I said, okay, never mind. So I was talking to the owner and I, I played stupid. I'm like, what kind of cookie dough do you have? <laughs> and he said, I said, do you make your own in, in house? And he's like, oh no, I guess it was his girlfriend, but she's also like a business partner or something like that. And she said, we should make our own cookie dough. And I was like, yeah, yeah, totally. I said, or you could partner with like Mary's mountain cookies or something. Cause they have really good Anyway, I just thought, you know, cookies are really important and you got to have good cookie dough and stuff. And I don't know. People miss the mark on that. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed eating cookie dough. Yeah. I think almost more I than eating cookies. I get tired of it after what? a while. I will eat some oh, and I'm like, wow, this is really right. good. And I'm like, whoa, I cannot eat any more of this. Well, because you ate too much at once. Yeah. I guess so. So <laughs> you're just sugar rushed. I used yeah. to work at Subway yeah. and we bake cookies there and they give us a bunch of cookie dough and sometimes I would go hide in the freezer so no one could see me and the security cameras couldn't see me if then I'd grab some cookie dough pieces and I would eat them. Mm. Dude, I so actually good. would have good. done the same thing. It was so good. Yeah. I tried these cookies over spring break that my boyfriend's brother made. It was, I think it's a Bon Appetit recipe. Mm-hmm. Do you know Bon Appetit? Bon it's Apple a, Teeth? Yeah. It's, <laughs> yes. a, it's a, they have like a podcast. They have a magazine. And oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All kinds of social media, mainly YouTube and like their website and stuff, yep. but they have really, really good recipes on there, but they're called corn cookies, but they tasted like milk. Interesting. To me. Yeah. They taste like milk. And then he also huh. made these like shortbread chocolate chip cookies and they have salt on top of them. Oh my gosh. They're so good. Oh, that sounds really good. How do you say milk? Say it again. Milk. Okay. How about you? Are you trying to hear her say milk? I'm just curious. Oh, milk probably. Yeah, milk. So you're a milk person? Yeah. You too. Did you say milk or milk? Milk. Okay, I'm a milk person. I think we're the same on that. Wait, I can't tell the difference. Some people say milk. Oh, no. Or I hear milk. Mine's an M-E-L-K, milk. Oh, no. Mine's not M-I-L-K. Not milk. I don't say milk. Milk. I say milk. (laughs) Milk. Everybody asks me that one. What did you just say right there? So I'm like, all right, we'll just get this one out. So two against one. Sorry. Oh. Anyway. (laughs) Cookies, man. You're cookies. outnumbered. Minority <laughs> once again, Cole. Gosh darn it. I found this cookie at Mary's Mountain and I like, so some of their cookies. Now we've talked about the famous Wookiee here on the show before. And it's, did we talk about this last time? Have I enlightened you guys on this one? I don't think no. so. Okay. So essentially it's a dark chocolate chip cookie and then it's a regular chocolate chip cookie. And then there's cookie dough in the middle. That's like, you know, an inch thick or something like that. And then it's like dipped in white and dark chocolate. Wow. It's mm. ridiculously good, but it's super sugary. 
obviously. Yeah. So I tried to eat one entire cookie once and I did not feel good for a couple of days. So I'm like, yeah, you got a couple of days. You got to split those up. Well, too much sugar, man. I'm just like, wow, that was way too much. I don't eat as much sugar anymore. So, but I still do. I mean, yeah. anyway, but there was a cookie that they had last time that was a oat cranberry and white chocolate. And a lot of their cookies have gotten super, super sweet. So like you eat them and you just kind of feel like this weird yeah. Sweet, you know what I'm talking yeah. about when it's so sweet. Yeah. And this one wasn't that bad. And oh, I okay. could eat a whole cookie and felt fine. And it was like, oh, it's good. So I like that they're kind of going back to like a, I don't know, real tasting cookies, a little less sugar. I love cranberry. Yeah. They really are good. They're very good. Very <laughs> 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 cool. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. What about you, Mr. Nonner Nibble? What are you nerding out on? Um, okay. So me and Natalie went to a concert uh, last weekend. And I, on the way home from the concert, we really wanted some smoothies, but there was no coffee shops open. Okay. Oh okay. My God. This was the Quinn concert, Hold on by the to way. Your you seats, mentioned. People. This is this quite is... the story. <laughs> okay. 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 Feel free to hop in, Natalie, if I'm not doing it justice. But <laughs> okay. so we go to a cafe and there's no smoothies there. And it's like the vibe is just totally off in this cafe. Okay. We thought it was closed. It was like this bar lounge coffee shop okay. that's open till like 1 a.m. I promise okay. this is leading somewhere. Okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. So I'm, now I'm curious what it is, um, but keep going. So we call a bunch of cafes and none of them have smoothies. So if then. I'm just finding like, okay, let's just go to McDonald's because McDonald's has smoothies. So we go to this McDonald's that we're pretty close to and there's maybe like five cars ahead of us in line. It takes us an hour, probably what? over we an hour. We got there at 11. We ordered and we didn't leave. We didn't pull out of the drive-thru until 11.59. We watched a whole episode of Parks and yeah, Rec that's in the drive through That's where this is going. Okay, so we Holy all we ordered was, was two smoothies and two waters. And, then and, he, a, and a fry. Oh, and a fry. And then he didn't even memorize our order, so we had to reorder it once we got to the window again. But anyways, while we were waiting, I was like, screw this. I'm going to put on some Netflix. And then Natalie was like, put on Parks and Rec. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started watching it. And all my friends have always told me to watch Parks and Rec, but I never have gotten around to show. it. Yeah. yeah. And so I watched an episode. And then after that, like the next couple of days, I was like, wow, that was really good. So I started watching Parks and Rec. And now I've watched like, I know some people might be <laughs> mad at me for saying this, but I watched the entire last season. Oh my gosh. Honestly, I think the last two seasons, it gets better as you go on. Uh-huh. I didn't really like it at first, but I kept yeah. watching it and I liked it more. The first season was, eh, the first four episodes were bad. Yeah. And then it gets better. And the last season was so bizarre, but they knew they were getting canceled. So they were just like, whatever, we're going to do whatever we yeah. want. I liked Some it. people I hated it. it. I good. thought it was awesome. I yeah. didn't know yeah. that it like it followed a storyline. That's why I never got yeah. into it. I thought it was just like a bunch of sketches. I never knew oh, that yeah. it was like actual characters or I would have got into it a lot earlier. I yeah. think if I had to choose between the office and Parks and Rec, I would choose the office, mm-hmm. but it's still good. I still like yeah. it. Yeah, that's Parks a tricky one because I really good. kept thinking like, wow, this is a lot like the office, but yeah. I don't know. Watching Parks and Rec, I would just laugh out loud by myself, which I usually don't do. So, but that, so, my life's just been consumed by it for like the past four days. <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny, fun fact is that the Parks and Rec first season, all of the stuff that happens in first season was very closely based on some of the stuff going on in the city government here in Fort Collins. Really? <laughs> they were kind of making like the logo. Did you watch the logo thing in the first season? I don't where know. they were designing the logo and I feel like I didn't pay much attention to the first season just because yeah, I didn't was, really like it. It was okay. But yeah, they, there was this whole logo rebranding in Fort Collins. It was hilarious. This was, this has been a while ago now that it happened, but they were making fun of that. Oh, and I mean, it's not that anything went bad here or anything. It was just, you know, city government. There's a lot of fun politics and yeah. you know, things that happen. And yeah. thankfully Fort Collins city compared to so many other cities is really, really, really good. But they were just, yeah, they were actually making fun of, the city oh, of Fort Collins, so it's hilarious. 
I'm proud of us for that. I know we're, we're awesome <laughs> like that. So, well, that's a, that's a cool story. Seriously. Yeah. A cool story. Yeah. I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> that whole night was an adventure. I cannot believe it took an hour at McDonald's. I mean, what? I think there was only the one guy working and he barely spoke English. Yeah. And oh, that's sad. all this stuff. Me, yeah. me and Natalie have decided that we're not allowed to go to Denver together because every time we go to this city, just Something bad things happen. Bad mm. happens to us. Yeah. We have so, just an awful time. Really? We went one time and we were like, let's go clubbing. Like we're old enough to go clubbing. <laughs> and we were like, let's stay in Denver. And the lodging didn't work out. And then we finally got an Airbnb, but it was in someone's house and they told us they weren't there, but they were there. Oh, that's not good. And it was just really uncomfortable and yeah. a ton of other stuff happened too. Yeah. And I got to admit, I'm not a very good driver. And driving in Denver just is really stressful for me. And so I think yeah. if we go again, Natalie has to drive. It is a little, str- well, yeah. especially in the downtown area because everything's one way and they don't, you know, it, it's yeah. weird. I know. I, I don't even really like driving Cole in Denver. drove the wrong way on the one way. Nice. <laughs> moving you on. One okay. <laughs> one of those. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, it's funny because like Denver used to be the place to go because everything, you know, you couldn't do anything unless you're in Denver. And then, yeah. I don't know, within the last five years or so, I feel like. Northern Colorado has turned into a pretty cool place for good things to happen. Yeah. It's fun to go to Denver every once in a while. I like to be able to visit the city. I don't want to live there. Yeah. I wouldn't want to live there either. I almost went to school in Denver. Yeah. But I wanted to move to Denver at one point and I'm like, no, I'm glad I didn't. Yeah. (laughs) The thing I like about Denver is that there's big stores there. Cause like here, there's no Apple store or anything, which is really frustrating. We need one. Yeah. We deserve one. Yes, we do. (laughs) And they deserve us. No, I, seriously. Yeah, I went, do. I went to the Apple store in Boulder cause that's the yeah. closest one that's here. Mm-hmm. And they like told me that they're aware of how many people want an Apple store in Fort Collins. Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like the one would fit perfectly in the mall. Yeah. Like yeah, our mall huge sucks. demand. They were like, this mall is going to be so great. Honestly, I like the eighties mall better. Well, they ran out of money. Oh really? Yeah. So they couldn't yeah. finish the project or something. They were supposed to have all these cool stores oh, it's and they be all amazing. dropped out mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it just it was like sucks. the perfect storm of things happened to them and it just fell apart. Yeah, but they're still trying to find a way to revitalize it. But you know, there are parts that are cool, like that theater. Yeah, the yeah. theater is awesome. I like it. There's a couple of restaurants over there that are pretty cool. Oh, and actually, so for those of you who drink beer, I do not. So I, you know, but there's a podcaster that I met years ago who was like getting a start and was like, yeah, I did this, and I just started this podcast on beer, and he went wildly successful, made a ton of money, and it's called the Hop Grenade. And then now he started a bunch of stores, and there's one over at the mall now. So wow. it's like, he's just grown from this, like started off just having this like was random he in chat. No, no, no. He's from somewhere else, but he was just having this random chat about beer on his podcast. And he spoke at a conference I went to when I was getting started in podcasting. And he was just like, yeah, man, this is a couple of buddies, man. We we're just like talking about beer and <laughs> a couple of brews. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's so successful now. And I was like, dude, this is, that's awesome. I like seeing success stories like that. Yeah. I yeah. love that. That's cool. So apparently we have the city where people will come in and they'll start a restaurant or something, some kind of a food establishment. We have like the highest restaurant variety per capita in the United yeah. States. Like we're tied with San Francisco or something like that. Ooh. Really? Yeah. So it's like they'll test their restaurants and food establishments here. And if they succeed, then they can go to other places too. And if they don't, I mean, that's why you see so many startup and fail here. It's because this is kind of like a testing ground. So we have a lot of variety here. It's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's special. I should eat at local restaurants more. I always just go to like big brand names and I'm kind of disappointed in myself for that. You know, you should be. <laughs> no, you know, it's funny because when we had to eat out all the time, which we still kind of are, but when we were eating out all the time with the whole kitchen thing, it's like, okay, let's try some places we've never been to that are kind of like locally owned or super unique. And we found a great Mediterranean restaurant that like people 
you know, they, they kind of speak English and real thick accents, <laughs> but I mean, the food was glorious and we're just like, this is amazing. And I don't know, like we've got friends who are like, but I ain't meat and potatoes. I ain't going to eat it, you know? And like they're one of their favorite restaurants is village Inn, And I'm like, um, Ooh. Oh boy, I'm going to have to sort of, uh, but Hey, whatever. Right. Everybody yeah. loves their thing, but I'm like, I actually prefer foreign food more than American food. So really? Yeah. Like cafe mix. I do you not like cafe mix. Oh not a big fan of them because I don't know. Every time I've been there, I've not enjoyed it for Cap- whatever reason. Maybe you haven't gotten the right thing. Possibly. But see, I also grew up in Phoenix where we had like authentic Mexican food and I've not found it really here very much. Cafe Mex, more like cafe next. <laughs> Do you like it? Yeah, I love okay. it. I think it's so good. Yeah, and I if like you go too. there when you're really hungry, small person, I've eaten the whole freaking burrito and that thing takes up like the whole plate. Okay. So. You're going to tell me what to go get there because I'll, I'll try it and I'll let you know. I always get a burrito, like a smothered okay. burrito. Mm-hmm. I used to get beef, but then I stopped eating beef and red meat. So now I get a chicken burrito okay. with black beans and, you know, the other stuff they put in there. Like do you get rice that, and, that half and half sauce that they do? I get tomatillo sauce. Okay. Well, I love tomatillo. But their white sauce is really popular. Yeah. What is that? What's it called? It's like a poblano or something. Yeah, I think so. But everybody just calls it white sauce. Okay. It's supposed to be really like creamy and good and flavorful. I I tried it once. It was, I don't like, um, what's the word? The breaded chicken. Is that what it is? Or shredded chicken or. Oh, isn't that what the chicken is? Pork? No, it's chicken. Oh, the chicken Melito. Is that what you mean? I'm not sure, but you know how like Mexican restaurants will take chicken. There's two different types. Like there's the one where they'll chop it up and they'll season it. And it's like grilled essentially. That's my thing. That's what I love but it's usually the ones where they take like forks and they shred the chicken and, oh. and they just put it in a sauce and pull it out. Yeah, like I, I don't like that. The freaking chicken. chicken is right here. I oh know. My God. <laughs> Sorry. You know how like Chick-fil-A is like eat more chicken yeah. and he's like eat more cows. So you are eating his family. Yeah. Look, he's looking at you and I know he's been looking at me. He hasn't moved See, this whole like, time. Now he's got like the, the side eye at you oh right now. Oh, he's going to fall over now. <laughs> oh, he's, he's, he's mad he's, at you now. He's pissed. We are getting a serious picture here with him. Like, I don't know, pecking your head or something. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I'll try it again, but yes, I've had some fantastic Mexican food over the years because you know, these are authentic families mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's hard to compare to that. El burrito is really good. Authentic Mexican, but okay. the restaurant's kind of like really run down now. Yeah. Okay. There was a place we went to, but I'm a big sushi fan. Oh, Natalie does not like sushi, mm. but I love it. It's okay. I can't yeah. eat like a whole freaking thing of it. Yeah, right. Yeah. You don't like it. I can have a roll or two. Before she pukes. Yeah. I have not puked from it. <laughs> I So I tried sushi for the first time in Steamboat with two of our really good friends. And we we're on this bridge, like in the middle of winter, it was so cold and they each got like a 12 pack of sushi. I don't know what you call that, but anyway, 12 pack of sushi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it had like a special name, yeah, I don't know. but yeah. And I was like, if I don't like this, I'm spitting it off the side of the bridge, but I ate it <laughs> yeah. and it made me feel weird for the rest of the night, but I ate it. Yeah. I, I ate I sushi like once And they week. ate the rest in like four minutes. Was it high quality sushi? It was from Sakatuyu. Okay. I don't know. Probably ish. Because sushi has to be high quality and it has to be fresh or else it can make you feel weird. Yeah. So it I don't wasn't know. like gas station sushi. Okay. Yeah. It's that. just the fish. I don't really like fish. If I yeah. have like, I could have like a vegetarian sushi roll. And sure. Oh, yeah. Like, that's oh, yeah. good. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, we. The seaweed flavors it too. It's not just oh, the yeah. fish. So I'm a fan of, you know, the high quality sushi over the rice. So it's not like the sashimi, but it's the standard sushi. 
and then it's wrapped in the seaweed and then you get the different types. But to me, tuna is one of the best. It's the most mild, but, um, I also eat it with a lot of the pickled ginger cause that just is fun. Oh, really? Just okay. tastes good. I like ginger period, but I'm not a big ginger fan, but I always just put it in my mouth. I don't know why whenever, cause they always <laughs> give it to you and I'm like, I'm just going to take a bite of it. I don't yeah. know. Isn't it supposed to like cleanse your palate yeah. or something? It is. And it's just good for the digestion and everything else. But mm. ginger itself is good for you, but I don't know. I mean, is pickled ginger better? I don't know. Vinegar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you though. There is a, uh, a friend of ours, Miss Ice, who's been on the show. If I mention sushi and I talk to her about it, she literally will almost throw up. Really? Wow. Yeah. So uh, I hope she's not listening right this second. <laughs> she literally, I, I was talking to her once and she was gagging. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll stop. Sorry. Oh yeah. It was like, yeah, that's scary. Anyway. Well, tell me about your video then, Mr. Non-Renewable. You are a video master from what I understand. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, from what I understand, it's like, if anybody needs video help, we should come to you essentially because you're like the you king ac- of video. You actually texted me and I responded to you Thank about you. it. I'm sorry. It took me so long to respond to that's you. That's all right. But I was actually pretty upset and. <laughs> well, because I was like responding offended, to you in the group chat, but not in that yeah. text. And I was like, oh God, this looks bad. But, <laughs> that's right. he, but now he left me on red. So that's how that is. Um, <laughs> it's true. Anyway, okay. True. So video, this is a long story. So strap in. Okay. okay. <laughs> Everybody strap in. Get your caffeine right now because it's going to take a while. Okay. So I started when I was 11 years old and I was really into YouTube before YouTube was really popular. Nice. Early adopter. Yeah. And I found this video game that I really loved called Minecraft, Mm -hmm. which I'm pretty sure everyone is aware of. Maybe I was a little bit older is when I was probably in like sixth grade. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure however old you are when you're in sixth grade. (laughs) 12, I think 12, something something like that. I really don't know. Yeah. Like 16 years old. Yeah. 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 (laughs) He got held back a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. But anyways, so I started making gaming videos for Minecraft with one of my friends and that consumed my life. Like streaming. No, well, it was like screen recording. Okay, so oh, okay. there was two things. That. It was like gameplay videos. And then also you can design these things called texture packs for Minecraft, which changes the way the game looks. Oh, cool. And so I first started making screen recordings of me designing a texture pack for Minecraft. Nice. But then my friend saw it and he's like, yo, let's do some gameplay videos. So we did that. And going back and looking at it, I made so many videos that like I don't even remember making. I probably made like just under 100 Minecraft videos. Wow over like the course of like three different channels because I changed my name like every other month. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. And then once I went to high school, me and my friend drifted apart a little bit and I started like getting more involved in social life and stuff, mm-hmm. girls and whatever, you know, high school stuff. And I still really liked video editing and I spent so much time like working on this skill that I knew I was wasting it if I didn't like keep going with it. Sure. So I started recording videos on my cell phone with me and my friends and Natalie was actually in them. And they were called Pop and Saturdays. And I made one every weekend and it was really stupid. It was just like whatever me and my friends were doing on a Saturday night edited mm-hmm. to music, like no storyline or anything to it. And then I was at a funeral sophomore year of high school and I ended up talking to someone from CSU. Somehow it got brought up that I do video work and I showed her some of my videos. And then like a week later, I got uh, called by them and they offered me an internship at CSU which is pretty cool because I was like 15 years old, I think when this happened and all my other friends are like kind of older than me. And so they all were starting to get jobs cause they're 16 and it's a lot easier to get a job when you're 16. Mm-hmm. And I got a job when I was 15. So I was like, <laughs> look at this. I can't drive yet, but I got a job. <laughs> so I worked with CSU for like two years and I mostly did graphic design with them more than video, I guess. And working at CSU, I 
am really grateful for that experience and it's awesome for resumes and stuff, but it kind of drove my passion for graphic design into the ground. I think it was more just, I was working for people who didn't have the same vision as me, I guess. And so I ended up leaving CSU after two years to pursue like freelance work. Mm -hmm. And that's when I got a job at Subway because I just needed extra cash as a high school student. Yeah. So then after that, I started getting into photo a bit more. And so actually Natalie was my model for my first photo shoot. Nice. Fun fact. I'm just over here, like you can see the gestures. Oh, you you yeah. can't see the gestures, but fine, yeah. I know. I was like, I should just have gone like, them. Ooh, or yeah. something. She just stabbed. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So then I just started taking like photos for my friends, and I did like senior portraits and stuff. And then I was like the head photographer of the yearbook team, and kind of just I lived and breathed photography and videography. And then I started making some side cash on it, and I started filming weddings. Nice, and yeah. that's kind of like what I do right now. I don't enjoy it the most, but it's really good experience. And I like making money doing what I like. And it's mm-hmm. opened up doors for like me going to Mexico to film a wedding and stuff, which nice. is really cool. Yeah. But when I graduated high school, my entire plan was, okay, I'm going to take a year off and I'm just going to go as hard as I can on photo and video and see what happens. And about six months into it, I was just drained and I hated yeah. it. And I started getting similar feelings to how I felt when I worked at CSU. And I didn't want to drive my passion into the ground because I've just invested so much of myself into it. And it's something that I love and I don't want to ruin that, you know? Yeah. So I cut back on doing professional video and photo work and I got a job as a barista. Hmm. And that's how the story comes full circle. So now you're doing it for fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to figure out something that's sustainable. Sure. Which I'm not sure if I can find. It's like getting to the point where it's like pretty much saying like if you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. But I, I'm not exact like I'm not exactly sure how much I believe in that. Cause I mean, yeah. I feel like first of all, it's still work. Sure. And I don't know. It's just like, I'm not sure if that's something I want to actually do as a career or just keep as like a passion of mine and a hobby. Sure. So I'm just trying to kind of figure that out right now. I'm still doing some work and I've been getting into it a bit more recently. Like I did some, uh, a photo shoot with the coffee shop like last week. And stuff like that. So yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out, really. Yeah. That's where I'm at with the whole thing. But I've been doing it for a while, and I'm pretty proud of it. I understand that. I did, you know, because I play the piano, and I, I played professionally for a while, and it was the same kind of thing where it's like, you know, that was that was a passion. You know, this is too getting behind the mic. But for whatever, well, I think part of the reason for me piano was bad because it was working with musicians who didn't share the same passion. You know, they were just in it for the, you know, check the box kind of thing. And then of course you've got people who are saying, play this kind of music, the music you hate, you know, stuff like that. So it's the same kind of thing. You're just like, oh my gosh. So I had to get out of it for a while and I stopped playing for a while and I'm starting to play again for fun, which is nice. But yeah, I'm with you. There's a big balance between like, this is something I love, but when you start to work in it, of course, there's the stuff you don't love. I mean, even with this, like I love getting behind the mic and doing this show, but there's so many things that I don't enjoy, you know, like if I could be behind the mic five days a week, most of the time, that would be great. But there's so much behind the scenes stuff that goes into a podcast that that's the stuff I don't enjoy as much. So yeah. I'm with you. There's I guess a balance like, there. Just because you love something doesn't mean it's going to be easy, I guess. Oh, no, that's not. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I feel for like sure. at least was a misconception that I had. Like, really? You know, if I enjoy doing it, then like, I'm just going to be high on life, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think like if you enjoy doing it, it's going to come more naturally and you're going to enjoy it more than working most jobs per se. But yeah, nothing's just going to be like vacation. It's interesting too, because I've, I've heard that a lot recently is there's this huge push. 
societally to just say like, oh, if you love it, it's going to be so great, you know, and no, not exactly. It doesn't work. <laughs> That's kind of what they teach you in school. Really? Yeah. My, I, my dad has been really expressive of the fact that he hates that lately. I mean, just lately, yeah. especially, but you know, I guess maybe it's Fort Collins. Well, it's not. I it, don't know. But just like the public school system, they're like, find your passion and you can chase it and you can make a life like out of what you love. But that puts so much pressure on people, mm-hmm. including myself. I was like, I can't like Cole knows all about this. I was like, Cole, like at least you found your passion. Like at least you know what you want to do. And I have spent so long looking for what I'm meant to do. And I was spread so thin in high school. It's not like I specialized in one thing. So I'm like, I don't know what to go to college for. I don't know what I want to do for the rest of my life. But what they tell you, find your passion and everything else will work out. It's just not always a reality for everyone. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's not reality in the way that they say it ever. Yeah. You know, but you can do what you love. But then again, do people love being like waste management people, you know, like, Oh, I just love picking up trash and throwing it in the back of a truck. You know, exactly. I mean, I think that they have a little bit of enjoyment in that, like a plumber. Some people like love being a plumber, Yeah, but it's like, how did you get to be a plumber? I don't know. Well, I think you can be passionate about things that aren't work related either. Like, I mean, you can be passionate about like, you want to be the best dad in the world. Sure. And that's not a job. So like, well, you're just going to, well, okay. It isn't, it isn't, but yes, it's it's not a career, I guess, per se. Sure. You're right. Yeah. I know. Um, And so that work aspect just might not be as important to other people. Yeah. No, I I mean, you're right. And I feel like too, that you mentioned the plumber aspect. Actually, I've been hearing a lot that the trades like that are really struggling for people right now. Yeah. I've been hearing that too. People don't want to join that stuff anymore, which is weird. We've been talking about that a lot, like in my classes, you know, at least even in, you know, decades and centuries ago, you can make a, I don't know, close to the same amount of money as like a banker or something as a plumber. Yeah. But people are like, wow, like you are a way lower class citizen because you're a plumber. I mean, look you at, look high class because you're a banker. Look at Mario. That guy's dating a princess. And he's a yeah. Plumber. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and actually the, it's about the money anyway. Right. The, the good <laughs> plumbers that I know are not low class citizens at all. They're yeah. like special. They're, they're amazing. And it's a craft. It's something they love. And, they're extremely smart people and you know, mm-hmm. they don't have the traditional plumber's crack. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's like, I mean, there are those out there, but it's in every profession too. You've got the sleazy bankers and you've got the good high class bankers, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, it's, it depends on what you love too on that in the sense of, you know, if you want to sit behind a desk and that's something you enjoy doing, then great. But if that just drives you crazy because you're an active person, then you know, that's not going to be a good job regardless of whether it's high class or not. So, I mean, there's, there's so many little factors like that you got to consider. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I do not want an office job. I would just be yeah. so bored. So let me there's ask you no this. Way you know what you're going to do the whole day. Well, let me ask you though. Are, do you, and did you have a lot of interests? Yes. Or are you like, I've got three. So in high school, I, I don't know. I was kind of shy. I was trying to figure myself out. Like at the beginning of high school, I had not very good experiences with friends and people. Mm-hmm. They, I was just like, wow, every, the world is just trying to beat me down. But I kept, you know, going and I moved through a ton of different friend groups before I found people that I was like, wow, mm-hmm. like I genuinely enjoy hanging out with these people and I feel like they like hanging out with me and that's, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So once I got more confident in that, I guess I got more involved in school I became the president of Math Honor Society. I was in all these different clubs. I was in this group called Peers, basically like peer counselors. So 
student counselors who offer support to other students and do a bunch of stuff around the school, like adopt a family, which is a huge thing that we did at Colonize High School, where we raise money and buy gifts for all of these families in need around the community, which is a really, really mm-hmm. cool experience. Yeah. So yeah, I was really involved in all of those things and being a part of the community and helping people, but I was also very, very academically focused. Mm-hmm. So I used to play the violin and oh, nice. I stopped oh, because <laughs> I was like, wow, I don't have enough room for math in my sure, schedule and sure. that's really important. Yeah. Plus I kind of got tired of it. I was like, this isn't very fun. I did it in middle school and we just sounded awful. So I was like, yeah, (laughs) you know, I would rather be doing something else. Yeah. Um, It's tough anyway. But I picked up ukulele and guitar instead. So nice. She's good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Cool. We should play. Oh my goodness. Fun fact, actually. um, I think it was like, (laughs) this might totally derail what you're saying. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's okay. But I still actually have a song that Natalie recorded on my phone that she sent to me like two years ago. And I always forget about it. But then I just find it every once in a while and I play it. And oh, I'm just, nice. I'm waiting to pull it out one day and just embarrass her or something. But I what think it's good. What song is it? Thinking we should put it on the show. Yeah, right oh now. Oh my gosh, no. That <laughs> would be awesome. Or we can do live performance, Natalie. Actually, yeah. Actually, my guitar. No, I'm just Let's do it. You know what? Next time you're on, bring it in. Let's do it. I got my keyboard here. We'll set it up. We'll play it. Okay. That'd be fun. Cole, Cole also plays the guitar. He's teaching himself. Yeah? Yeah. So we can do a little performance together. But I broke my guitar and I have to get it fixed. Because I'm not very smart. Were you doing Cole, like you one can, of those you rock songs and you guitar. smashed it over the, the microphone thing? Is that what you did? Um, I was playing the ukulele and I have a guitar tuner on my phone. Yeah. And I went to go tune my guitar after I was playing the ukulele and it was still on ukulele. And so I tried to tune one of my guitar strings to and a ukulele. you smashed it over the microphone. <laughs> I'm just totally kidding. <laughs> no, but I just ended up snapping one of my strings. I've been super So it's just lazy. the string? Yeah. Oh, you're yeah. fine. I thought you like the whole guitar was broken. You can borrow my guitar. So there you Her go. My name is Cleo. Cleo. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's like set up a little time. We'll practice. We'll put a song together and we'll do yeah. a live performance sometime okay, in, this, in the future. Cool. Wouldn't no, that be fun? No, yeah. I, I write songs too sometimes. Nice. It's been a while because it takes a while. Yes. But yeah, I think I probably sent him the first song I ever wrote and a few other ones. But anyways, though... I don't remember where I was at. You were just talking about guitar and how awesome, but you were talking about all your interests and things you do and how like you're a big nerd and everything. Yeah, I am a big nerd. I finished Calc 3 as a junior. I went through like all of the math classes offered at my high school because I was just far ahead and I was kind of ahead in middle school too and I just kept going with it and I was offered to take advanced classes that you could only take by recommendation and so I did that and then I just did it without really questioning it. Sometimes I'd be like, there's no need for me to be doing this. Like, why am I doing it? But I just, it was kind of my path. Yeah. But I was so busy with all of my school stuff. And then the little free time I had outside of homework and school and all my activities was like spent hanging out with friends and maybe traveling. But I don't think that was like a huge deal to me until like towards the end of high school. But anyways, So when it came to applying for college, I had been stressed out about college since like freshman year because I was like, I don't know what I want to do. I haven't found my passion. I don't know how to find what I really love and could do every day. I know you're not going to enjoy what you do every single day you go to work. Of course not. But, you know, that's what you're doing with the majority of your time. So you should enjoy it a little bit. I really don't believe that you should be doing something that you hate just because you make enough money to afford to do what yeah. you want. Oh, I agree with that. Like, I think you should be able to find enjoyment in every day. Mm-hmm. 
And so, choose it. You have to choose it too. Exactly. Part of its attitude, part of and its, it's finding the right it's thing. finding the positive thing <laughs> every yeah. day. Yeah. So I applied to a bunch of different schools for different things. I applied to School Minds for engineering because I knew I was good at math and science. Mm-hmm. I applied to Embry Riddle, which is mm-hmm. a school in um, Arizona, and they also have a Florida location. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that'd be sick. I'd be living at the beach every yeah, day. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Working living on airplanes. It up. But then I found yeah. out that the Arizona location was better for what I was going yeah. for or what I would be going for, sure. which was to become a pilot mm-hmm. because I love traveling and yeah. I love going to the airport. And even just like the taking off and the landing is super exciting to me. Oh, yeah. So sure. I also looked at the Air Force because cool. Yeah. You know, Join the Air I Force want to Academy. be a pilot, you know, and yeah. once you do that, you can pretty much, it's really easy for you to get a job commercially. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Getting so, to be a pilot's the hard part, but yes, yeah, exactly. after that, you it's You need easy. so many hours of Well, and you got to be some of the best. Yeah, exactly. Really but yeah. So I looked at that. I thought about becoming a nurse just because mm-hmm. there's always been thoughts in the back of my mind that are like, oh, you know, I love to help people. I always kind of like the medical stuff. I thought about being a doctor for a long time, but I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to go to school for this long. Like, that's a lot. It's a big commitment and a lot of money. And I also applied to DU, which I don't really know why. (laughs) It's really expensive. And I, and you know, they don't really specialize. There's a ton of stuff there though. Mm -hmm. So I think that was why it was like a broad choice, but I ended up choosing mines and I went there and I didn't enjoy it. Mm. I was like, this just isn't the thing for me. You went there for engineering, right? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much, they also offer economics, but who'd go to an engineering school to be an econ major? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. So yeah, I went to mines. I made some friends, but I never truly felt comfortable. Then I went to visit my boyfriend in Savannah, Georgia. Boyfriend, mutual friend. We mm-hmm. talked about this. His name is Nico. We mm-hmm. can just call him Nico. So I went to visit him in Savannah, Georgia, where he's going to school. And he expressed this concern. He was like, I'm afraid you're going to like it here way more than you like where you are right now. And then you're going to have to go back and it's going to suck for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I guess we'll see when we get there. And so I went there with no expectations and I totally like fell in love with the city Mm -hmm. and I loved the school. And so then I came back and I had this like mental breakdown on the plane because I didn't want to come back. I was like, I hope they cancel my flight. Like, I don't want to go back to mines. Like, and then I realized if this is where I'm supposed to be, this is not how I should be feeling about going back yeah. to school. So I then decided to withdraw from mines while I figure out what I want to do and hopefully transfer somewhere by the next fall. So I finished out the semester strong despite not wanting to be there. I actually also went back to Savannah and I also looked at Georgia Tech with my parents. Mm-hmm. So then they started getting involved because they were like, my dad definitely was not on board at the beginning because <laughs> yeah. he's an engineer. Yeah. And he uh, knows what my future would be coming out of mines and all of that. So, and then for me saying, oh, I think I want to go to an art school from an engineering school. He's like, well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. But then I found industrial design, which is kind of a combination of engineering and art. It's like the design side of it, which is way more interesting to me. So I started researching that a lot more. And so I finished out the semester at mines. I made the honor roll. Awesome. Then I came back and I'm taking classes at the community college that will transfer hopefully because SCAD is really expensive. Mm -hmm. So if I can maybe get a year out of the way with cheap like community college credits that are transferable, that would be awesome. So I did that. I got a job at Harbinger. So yeah, 
that's where I'm at right now. But and, I'm, I haven't, what, what were you going to say, Cole? I was going to say, and the rest is history. That's oh, right. I know, right? <laughs> I just have to decide what my living situation is going to be. Sure. I can't enroll or commit to the school without knowing if I'm living on or off campus because the enrollment fee differs. Yeah, So. sure. Yeah, but I know that that's where I'm going to be going at least for a few years until yeah. I run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. Art more like fart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's, it's so funny because I was, I, I mentioned the multi-potentialite thing and, and I was reading, I mentioned this last week, but I'm mentioning, you know, again, that there's a, a girl, her name is Emily Wapnick, who put together this site called puttylike.com. But I found her through a friend of ours who's on the show, Jason Van Orden. And he said, you got to check this person out. She's doing this whole thing about, you know, how do you pick your path basically? And she was saying, I don't know if you fit into this. It sounds like you do actually just based on what you just said, but there are people that have like just tons of interests and tons of opportunities or like I could do this or I could do this or I could do this. And, but one of the things she mentioned was there's so much pressure put on pick that one thing, find your passion. And there's a lot of that right now. And a lot of people are freaking out. And her whole point is <laughs> yeah. saying a lot of people don't have that one thing. And it's yeah. kind of funny because like, even I don't, I mean, I, I look back and I was, I was having conversations about this, you know, with other friends recently too. And they're like, Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do. And, Ah, you know, you've got these people who just kind of went one path. Okay. So we talked about this last week too, with March madness about how you've got these people who are playing in the NCAA, probably going to be in the NBA someday. Their team loses. They're on the court crying. And it's just like this emotion of, you know, I've worked, I basically, my entire life has been for this one moment and I lost. And then there's the rest of us who are like, Oh, you know, I don't know. We've got like 50 ideas and I don't yeah. know which one to pick. And her whole point is, is that you don't have to have one thing necessarily. If that's your personality, you may say, okay, well, I'm going to do this and you may do it for a couple of years and then say, you know what? That was a great season of life. And now I'm moving on to something else and yeah. Yeah. doing that and to just take the pressure off. So I think that's something that like a lot of people, me and Natalie's age don't understand is like, you don't need to know what you want to do for the rest of your life. You should be more thinking like, what do you want to do for the next five years? You know? Yeah. Or even like, yeah. Right. Or <laughs> yeah. even that, like, I mean, I could mess around, be super stupid and waste the next like six years of my life. Totally. And I'd still have <laughs> ton of, a ton of time to like yeah. do whatever I want and come yeah. back, you know? Yeah. So I feel like you don't need to know what you're going to do for the rest of your life. And I feel like it's kind of impossible. It's just hard when you know you want to go to college and you mm -hmm. want to have that degree. It's like, Oh, I don't want to waste my money. Yeah. No, I that's need good. to figure out what I want to do. And yep. a lot of people change their minds in high school, but if you're going somewhere that's specialized, like mines was specialized and I changed my mind. I yeah. was like, I don't want to do engineering. I had to go to a completely different place and I'm going to a place that's somewhat specialized still. Yeah. And what if I change my mind? I mean, I don't think I'll change my mind because I really think that this could be my thing, mm -hmm. but yeah, we'll just see where things go. And to be okay if it's not, I mean, that's, yeah, it's true. It's like, there's so many life of a transfer. Seriously. You know, I mean, shoot, I, my degree was like public relations and I did that for like, I don't know, six months, <laughs> but you know, I, well, when I was in school, I worked at it, but I, it was an interesting thing. That was one of, I have not had good bosses in my lifetime, which is why I love being an entrepreneur, but I, I had one that, you know, one in particular that was just fantastic. She was a New Yorker. So she had that brash, you know, I'd say like, how are you? 
don't ask me that question. You know, it was really funny. And one point we thought we actually heard she was dating somebody. And we're like, so who's the special man? And she goes, don't you dare ask me about that. That is inappropriate. That's disrespectful. We're like, what? Well, that's New York, you know, in Colorado. It's like, who cares? We're just doing whatever. But anyway, she was fantastic. And at one point I applied for a job um, right out of college and it was like a 30 hour a week job. And she was like, okay, let me tell you the truth about public relations. And she sat down with me and told me all these things. And she said, you're going to work 60 plus hours a week, if not more you're going to get paid for 30. You're going to do, I mean, it was just this constant thing. And I was like, I don't want to do this. And I was really glad I got out of that. You know, even though that was my degree, I don't use my degree now. So it's like, whatever, but it is what it is. I have a degree though, you know, and I learned a lot. So whatever, but yeah, it's just, uh, my whole point is, is that it doesn't necessarily define you. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be a cultural shift on the importance of degrees in my lifetime personally. But I think a big reason why I would want to go to school is more so like, so I want to be a creative professional. And I feel like if I went to a nicer school, I would be surrounded by people. Like being a creative professional, I feel like it's a very social industry. You know, it's like a lot about who you know, which I guess can be said for a lot of other things too. But going to a nicer film school, I'd be around people who are just as passionate about it as I am. Because it's kind of hard to find those people here in Fort Collins mm-hmm. who are like as into video as I am and stuff like that. And I feel like it'd be a really good way to like get your footing in a new city and make those important connections that you would need. So I think like, honestly, that might be more of like my angle of why I really want to go to school more than just the degree itself. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because you're right about that cultural shift because it's already happening because people are saying, you know, it's not worth getting a degree anymore. I don't agree with that necessarily, even though, so their argument is degrees aren't necessarily getting you jobs anymore. Or they're not giving you the experience that you need. And I do agree with that to an extent. I think that there is some truth to that. And sometimes there's not. It just, again, it depends on the degree. It depends on your school. I think it depends on the degree a lot. Yeah. But the other thing is that what they don't talk about, and this is interesting because, and I won't say it for everybody because I, I know some people who have never gone to college that are fine, but the majority of the people that I know that never went to college and just went into the workforce, they have a really hard time with social interactions They have a really hard time with like working together with a team. They have a a really hard time like meeting deadlines and being responsible because you learn those things in college because you have to. I almost felt like to me, college was a social lesson more than it was a degree lesson. And that was so valuable. So I actually met someone who graduated from SCAD um, Mm -hmm. this past weekend before a concert and she was amazing. She graduated from SCAD in 2013. She's a furniture designer, anthropology you know, anthropology, Mm -hmm. she is responsible for the creation of their furniture line. Wow. And she is just like skyrocketing in success. I mean, it's taken her seven years to get to where she is, but I don't see anything stopping for her. Like she's awesome, but she kind of changed my mind on college, I guess, or my opinion on it. For the longest time, I thought that it's really good to go to college because you have a degree and you have all this experience in the field and it makes you a more desirable candidate for jobs because you have a degree. Uh However, she was saying, obviously, SCAD is expensive. I'm going to go into debt over it. I already know. It's just minimizing how much I'll have to repay. Mm -hmm. But it's like a sports car or a fancy car. How are we going to use it. It's like the opportunities that you get from going to college or a specific school, a more expensive school over another one, maybe is the experience that you have and the opportunities that you get. Yeah. Yeah. So that's true. 
No, and you know, it's funny because I, I watch Shark Tank because, you know, being an entrepreneur, oh, I'm yeah. like, they're, they're fun shows. And <laughs> you guys ever watch those? Yeah, we actually used to watch it in business class all oh, the nice. time. Yeah, it's a cool show. But I mean, one of the things that I'll always see is they'll come in and they'll bring college students in and they'll say, I'm going to drop out of college and work on this show. And everyone's like, I'm out then because I'm not going to like you need to finish college, even though they're like, we want you to put your entire world into this, basically into this business. But they're like, you need to finish college. And so, yeah, there's there's a push that's like. Yeah, I, I think the reason for college has changed in a good way, but then I feel like people have started to say, "Oh, I don't need it anymore," and I feel it's like, like people ah, I think you should it. go. Oh, yeah, they have for sure. their parents pay for it. Like, see, see, you is a good school, but it's also notorious for partiers. Yeah, yeah. Why go then if you're just going to exactly. screw your, you know, exactly? People do it all the like, time. if you're going to waste the money that your parents are spending on you, like they can send it to me, so I don't have to go. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> well, Please. but I get it. I, you know, you're out of your parents. You know. Yeah. whatever. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, freedom. And most people don't know what to do with it. And so they go crazy, but okay. hopefully people kind of course correct with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks oh, Uncle cool. Ben. Yeah, it yeah, sounds like you're, you're in a commercial. Yeah, it's Man. true. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. I know we could keep going. There's more to share, but it's, it's probably about that time, but really quickly, I want to know about this, your coffee roaster. Or have oh you been roasting coffee? Because you told me you got the, I, so the Gene Cafe is what it's called. Yeah. Which is I'm it Gene Cafe or Genie Cafe? Well, I always I call know. it the Genie Cafe and everyone's like, no, it's Gene Cafe. And I'm like, oh, sorry. Oh. So I was, yeah, it's Gene. But anyway, I, don't know. I well, like Genie because it sounds cooler. Yeah. But whatever. Gene Cafe sounds like you're manipulating like jeans, like people's. Oh, jeans. well, you're manipulating coffee beans. <laughs> Should yeah. be the bean cafe. Yeah. I was trying right. so hard heck? to come up with a good joke about that. I know I just I just, it. It died and I, I couldn't do it either. So I'm so sorry, yeah. but well, <laughs> no, everybody okay. knows I roast coffee. I love it. But now you, you're roasting it. Yeah. And you got a nice roast. That's the one I wanted. So I got it for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We usually get like one big gift and I think my dad got my brother a drone or something. Wow. And yeah. And That's then, impressive. or no, he got my brother a smartwatch. He got oh, okay. like a drone for all of us to share. Gotcha. And then I, unwrapped my my like present and it was green beans and i was like dad why did you get me unroasted beans they're like they're really good just gnaw on them trust me i know i was like are these green why did you get these yeah and then i unpackaged the roaster and i was like oh my gosh this is so sick yeah however i've been so busy that i've barely had time to excuses roast. oh my gosh i know we're like four almost four months come on okay whenever three whenever, months three months whenever i hear people talking about roasting beans i don't know why but i just like picture them like setting down a huge pile of beans i mean like you suck beans you're ugly <laughs> like roasting them i don't know why but my mind just always goes there like that's i totally funny. understand what roasting is but like that's just you'll never be a dark roast yeah you suck it's all green and then like you just are so mad at it that it's like turns brown out of sadness awesome <laughs> that's funny. that would be a classic video somebody just sitting there roasting coffee yeah and they were just yelling at coffee beans we should do this video idea. people would be like roasting the, the only way to roast coffee that would be our video title there, we'll yeah. sit there and people would be like what the heck is this but they'll love it and then you'll just like swap them out with different roasts and they yeah every time you roast darker. them they're roasted yeah yeah i see okay yeah. we're we, but yeah we're i know i do feel guilty <laughs> we just got some new green beans we were doing nicaragua for a while mm-hmm. and i was like uh, i don't really know if i like these but yeah. they're costa rica nectar beans oh those are good is what well they can be it depends on the growing season have you done nectar beans before i've yes and i think it was a costa rica but i've had them but mm. Are they good? Do you like? I like, but again, it's so I love Ethiopians typically, 
You like fruitier flavors? Depends though. So the Yerga Chef that I had one year, like a couple of years ago, was had like blueberry flavors and oh. it was the best Yerga Chef I've ever had. And I, we got it from, you know, the farm that everybody gets it from, including Harbinger. And it was an amazing, amazing growing season. And I was like, oh, I need more of this. And they had sold out. I was like, dang it. Well, then the next one that was for sale was the new crop and it didn't taste anything like it. Oh. And it wasn't as good. Well, it's a crop, right? So it depends on the growing season and the mm-hmm. nutrients and everything else. And so it's hard to say like, well, I love Ethiopian. Well, it's like, well, yeah, maybe. And then I everyone's know. like, oh, I love this is what I like. I love Sumatra roast. Oh, really? People say that all the time. That's not, it's an island in Indonesia. It's yeah. a bean, like it's not a roast, but people like think. Sulawesi. Exactly. So it depends on the region. It depends on the growing season and the crop. Yeah. Every you, bean has its own story. It's very true. And yeah. after you roast it, it's really going to have its own story. So do you, what roast do you do? Like a light, medium, dark? I prefer dark? lighter typically, but it depends. Yeah. So like going back to Sumatra is better, darker for the most part. Ethiopian is usually pretty good, lighter to medium, depending on. But I mean, it, it depends. So like I've roasted Yergeshef dark once, Ethiopian Yergeshef, and it was kind of just nasty, hmm. which is why like some people go to Starbucks and they say, this is gross because they're roasting a bean that should be roasted light. They're roasting it dark because well, people love the dark roast. roast. Everything dark. Exactly. It's like it has kind of a charred burnt taste to it. Yeah. And I everyone's think- like, oh, blonde is lighter. I'm like, yeah, barely. It's probably just because Starbucks yeah. probably doesn't have the best beans. And so they just burn them. It's so true. Like you can't taste it. So, you know, when I was roasting, I'm jumping all over the place. You're I love good. this. You know, I used to, <laughs> I used, I actually wanted to get into coffee roasting and it was right before Jonathan was actually going to start roasting at Harbinger. And I'm like, Oh, and then I was going to talk to him about it. But you know, then I'm like, forget it. Cause it's a lot of work and it's a big investment. But one of the things I looked into is the sourcing of beans and how, you know, the beans that I get, cause you get them from, they're called middle people, you know, essentially, but they get them from the importers who go straight to the farms. So, you know, you can go to the importers, but you're going to buy 150 pounds minimum, which is mm-hmm. insane. That'll last you, you know, years. I mean, you can work out with it too. Exactly. You're just like, you Bench know, press it. Yeah. Bicepping it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, the, the point is, is that they were talking about like the top, I think somewhere between one to 9%. Well, I think it's one to 6% is what it is of beans in the entire world. Go to the specialty coffee places. So you're getting really high quality coffee. It's got good nutrients. It has the least amount of molds and mycotoxins and all that and everything else. So it's really good. Starbucks is right about the middle of quality. So it's in the 40 to 60% range, Okay, which is why you may not get. And then of course they were saying like the beans that are all rejected and have all kinds of toxins and molds in them. That's like, Essentially, that's Folgers. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And Captain Gross. Influence loves Folgers, so really, yeah, he's poisoning himself. Yeah, for real. I'm just saying. The best he's part about waking up is Folgers. I roasted cup. him some coffee once, which was really good. You, we're and roasting like, him right now well, for I, drinking yeah. Folgers. <laughs> <laughs> I roasted him some coffee once, and he's like, "That's all right. I like Folgers better." I'm like, what? "Oh my gosh!" It's I think right. he has no taste buds. You got because... to being kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> He's still great though. We still love him. Sometimes. Do we? Yeah, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's like, do we? You guys are like, I think I want to be on every week now. Yeah. We're yeah. going to have to, we just, just to save the people. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you for sharing that. If you're on the show next and you haven't roasted, we're kicking you out. I know. I need to yeah. get on that. If, if, you have, about, if you don't roast beans, we're roasting you. Yeah. It's, you guys awesome. already have Cole freaking we were walking over to the bathroom and he kept pointing at trash cans and he was like hey Natalie that's you 
<laughs> and then he saw a dumpster and he was like, yeah, that's you in 30 years. That did not happen. It was happen. a large dumpster. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, cool. 30 years. That's just rude. I did not say any of those I'm gonna things. going to be yeah. obese in yeah. 30 years, apparently. I hope It'll not. Be, yeah. <laughs> obese Take care of yourself, man. I know. Take care of yourself. I really let myself go. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to let all that Southern food in Savannah get to you. Yeah. I know, right? You're going to go from, I'm feeling great to what the, you're going to come back. No happened? one's going to recognize you. I know. It's yeah. So we don't have a bathroom in the studio right now because the toilet is in the, the living room. I mean, it's not usable. Don't use it. Well, please. Cole used it when you were looking. Anything, I was like, anything's on. possible if you put your mind to it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we have to like walk across the street now to go to the bathroom and it's, it's kind of inconvenient. Yeah. Soon. It, it's especially because like, especially because it's from the seventies in there. The bathroom <laughs> is. Yeah. But yeah. they've, they've redone the other Just part, the which bathroom. is nice. It's the clubhouse. It's very nice. Yeah. yeah. Our bathroom's going to look nice in the kitchen and it's just all going to be beautiful. And yeah, you guys are going to come over here and be like, I don't recognize this place. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe you will. Well, we don't know. It, we don't know what it looked like before. That's true. It was old. Okay. It was, well, you know, the tile that was in there was in, in the shower. So actually the yellow stuff, the yellow. Yeah. I oh hated that gosh. stuff. But we're like, you know, it's, it's, uh, so we're finally Yikes. doing it because the kitchen had to get done. We're choosing to do the inner bathroom and just, you know, be proactive. So oh. we don't have any like, you know, leakage in there. Cause those tiles are kind of old. Nice. <laughs> They're gone now. Okay. So how about this next time you're on the show, bring your roaster over. Okay. I know it's like 85,000 pounds, but it's actually not bad. Okay. It's small. Let's roast here. Oh, okay. Oh, it needs a big piping. Doesn't it? That we, one does. No, we can get some it roast. It needs a plug. We can do some roast ASMR. Ooh. <laughs> Hello, this is roasting <laughs> ASMR with the real Brian Caffeinatrix. Okay, so we're just going to wait for the first crack. <laughs> we could just record the whole thing. Just be like, okay, so now we're at 22 minutes and counting. Do you hear the beans turning brown? <laughs> <laughs> Can you smell the cracks? happening that doesn't sound good okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> i think it's time to go thanks for joining us yeah as always it's been fun I, I don't know if after this if you're gonna be like well i know i'm gonna come back and get roasted so you're probably never gonna come back again i just have to roast before then or come prepared with roasts of my own well i know where she lives okay so. i'm just saying bring your roaster over we'll roast <laughs> here and then we'll just have like a roasting party while we're on the air and you'll be hearing it going on in the background and yeah I mean, it'll be so much fun then we yeah. can drink the cough. Well, frickin we chicken can help us out. See, seriously, is he still staring at you? Yeah, this make, is really creepy. Make sure he doesn't hop in the roaster. Yeah. Dude, I haven't seen him blink. Yeah, okay, he doesn't it, need to. He's really intense looking. I know, isn't he? <laughs> Very. That's why he's called the freaking chicken man. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So yeah, the frick. Everyone's yeah favorite chicken now is is what happening here. Okay, I have a question for the people in the Slack group. Okay. Okay. Would you rather? Actually, I want you to answer right now too. Would you rather have fingers for legs? Or legs for fingers. Okay. Is this supposed to be like, think about it and respond next time? Um, put it in the Slack group. Yeah. Yes. A, put it in the Slack a, group. I want people to respond in the Slack It's a group. would you rather. So you have yeah. to answer. I right want to hear your answer. Okay. Now. Well, I have to answer it now or do I need to answer it in the Slack group? And you know, no, everyone means, else answers in the Slack group. You have to come hear the real Brian's answer in the Slack group. Okay. Fine. Fine. Which means That's you have to is. join the Slack group or else. Okay, then I'm in it. I know you are. I'm talking okay, about, you kept you know, looking at me those... weird and I was like, I've been dude, in, you need to join it. Well, you haven't said anything. What? Yes, I have. Okay, I was like, like hey no. guys. And then <laughs> I've been responding to people too. I commented on Cole's thing. He's like, what do you want us to talk about? Oh, or that's something. right. And I was like, hey, Cole, I'm your can, biggest fan. Can we talk about 
what it takes for me to be your best friend. Yeah, no, she's yeah. like, oh and my- he was like, ew, bye. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> oh, I didn't see that. I haven't looked yet. Like, cool. she, she was like, I'm your biggest fan. Can we please be BFFs? And I said, ew, bye, dude. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so I had somebody once when I was in, not kidding. Like, I they're like, I'm your biggest fan, kind of thing. And then the person would call me all the time, like eight times a day, ten times a day. And I'm like, dude, seriously, Yikes. stop. It Did was you freaky. Block them. Yeah, eventually, I was uh-huh. like, you, you need to stop now. It was kind of, and I think the person meant well, but it was, yeah. They just didn't know what they were doing. Didn't have the social skills. Yeah. All right. So as always, you can go to your Instagram, but you don't post. So, but you can communicate okay, there I'll at least. Start posting soon if. I get enough of you guys to follow me. I'll start posting okay. soon. <laughs> what is it again? Yeah, I uh, don't think I got one follower from this whole I got thing. Like, really? I got like I don't six think or I seven. did. Oh, um, I followed so you. So if if I did, then I apologize. Well, I did. But you, yeah, I you count. you count. Okay. <laughs> I forgot that you followed. I appreciate me. all the people that decided <laughs> to follow me. I forgot you followed me. I mean, oh, whatever. Yeah, I know, right? I followed you too, man. Some people definitely looked at your Instagram because people talked about it like in the reviews and the description oh, yeah. of the episode. Well, you could follow me oh. and then you'll see the the post when they happen. It just probably won't be for a That's hot That's fine minute. when you go, oh, no worries, no worries. Yeah. Okay, right, but we're going to start a GoFundMe so you guys can fund Natalie to go travel everywhere. Oh, so yeah. Post <laughs> and I'm a separate kidding. one for my tuition. Okay. Yeah, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm kidding. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. And then, hey, we, we were talking about tipping. Remember the tipping thing? That was... I listened to the podcast last night yeah. to critique myself for today. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that conversation was really long. I know it was, you know, that's okay. I love talking. So that actually went into more social media saying, what's your policy on tipping? And I threw, I was more like thinking, I don't know. And then I thought about this and nobody responded to me on that except uh, Harley Quinn, which I appreciate. But here's the thing. Why aren't podcasters being tipped? Because they were saying, you know, Hey service, here's a service. You, you know, you guys are offering a service. You should be tipped. You could set it up on like if you live streamed your podcast. You yeah, well, I have Patreon, tips. but I just okay. thought, why don't podcasters get tipped as a rule? Hmm. You know, I don't know. Well, you don't even <laughs> get paid to podcast really. Exactly. So I'm like, like we're general. getting screwed. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> but you enjoy it. So. Exactly. We do it because we love it. But, you know, we also got to keep the lights on. So Patreon. So we need to fund your tuition and your travel. Yeah. We'll set up a Patreon or GoFundMe or something. Okay. You can go to our Patreon <laughs> for the Brian show. You need something. Yeah, we'll figure this um, out. This is just going to be money flying, man. It's going to we're going to make it rain here. So I'm starting a really important GoFundMe. It's uh, called the Cole's Pocket Cash Fund. Okay. Well, okay. So like I mentioned earlier in the episode, I only eat at like commercial restaurants and I just feel like <laughs> I'm really deprived of eating at all these local restaurants because they're more so expensive. True. So true, man. And so please, just for me. Okay. Give me money so I can eat out. <laughs> okay. okay. I'm over this. That's, that's our deep thought for the day. So Sorry. please uh, set it up. We're going to call it uh Cole's eat at nice restaurants, local, nice, local. I'll even review them. I'll even review them. Grass fed restaurants. I think that if we opened a GoFundMe for the freaking chicken, it would make more money than all of us. I'm if, thinking that. Yeah. If I opened up a GoFundMe, I would end up owing other people money. I know. What if I we would just, go negative on GoFundMe? <laughs> what if we start like a YouTube channel for the freaking chicken and just, you know, just, we'll, we'll put I a Patreon for it and everything. we should do a flat Stanley kind of thing. Okay. Or Honestly. an Instagram. An Instagram would be, be pretty cool. Yeah, okay. Speaking of Instagram, Instagram, follow me on Instagram at Cole Sladen. <laughs> you got mine. Natalie okay. Shockey, S-C-H-A-A-K-E. And those are in the show notes. So if you need yeah, to exactly. reference those, go to that. That's realbryanshow.com slash one five six. Nice and easy. All right. Oh, thanks for joining us. Of course. I apologize for that last like 10 minutes because I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did. I thought it was fine. Nice job. Thank you. <laughs> keep it, keep it, uh, I don't know. 
keep it fake. It is the fake Brian show. So yeah, no, thanks for joining me though. It was really fun. And yeah, do go to the show notes though. If you have any questions on all the links and everything else, and please join the Slack group. And I was going to ask you one last question then we'll head out though. I really want to get people on discord. I think it to me right now is like the ideal social media right now because you don't have all the algorithms and everything else going on. Yeah. And I mean, ideal social media for like connecting. So, I mean, there's Instagram has its own merits and everything else, but you know, for those of you who don't know discord, it's yes, it's mostly a gamer platform, but it's so much more than that. Now here's what you can do. You can, you've got your chat channel, which is just like, you know, any Facebook group essentially or anything else. Then you've got like, you can log on and, you know, pop on and talk to each other on audio. I think that'd be really fun. Then you can also call each other. You know, if you want to do like direct messages or call each other directly, or you can even video call now directly. And I didn't know if you, if you knew that, but that was something no. that I think is pretty new. So it's like the ultimate social platform and it's free and it's on every platform, every PC, Mac phone, whatever. Yeah. Go there. Let's chat. Let's have some fun. I will put that in the show notes as well. If you want to join the discord channel, I'll put an invite there and I think that'd be cool. Sweet. Cool. Okay, cool. Cool. <laughs> Cole, that is so Cole. All right, you know what the music means. Get out of here. All right, and uh, just remember to answer my question on the Slack. Would you rather have fingers for legs or legs for fingers? Or even answer it on the Discord, because I'll be in both. Okay, sounds good. See you next time. Yes, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back. The freaking chicken is going to make his famous debut here. Have a great week, and thank you for joining us. RealBrianShow.com and RealBrianShow signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.